What's up guys, you are on the air and off the books with Beth Ann and Samantha. And today we are going to be talking about some of the books that we have been reading separately, um, kind of in between podcast episodes. Technically this is still an episode, but it's an episode <laughs> about in between the episodes. So it's in between the episodes? It's an in between the episodes episode. Yeah. Yeah. Make Not that make sense. Yeah, you know. You know what Claire's I mean. Claire's um, and we're also going to be talking a little bit about um, some ARCs, which are advanced readers' copies that we have received um, that we got to read, which is pretty cool that we get to do that. So, Beth Ann. <laughs> Surprise, you go first. <laughs> do you want to talk about your first book that you are reading? So, um, have we read? go through, we decided, so let's start first by, we have a blog now. Oh, yes, we do. And t- surprise. <laughs> Yay! Is anybody shocked uh, that we're doing more stuff? No, probably no, not. probably not, yeah. Um, you guys probably don't know about it yet because we haven't really done any advertising. We're trying to figure out all the details, get everything figured. Like, we do have three posts. No, four posts up, I think. Yeah. Um, and it is on khcpl.org forward slash podcast. And that is going to be our blog. And we have Tanya, our AV librarian, on there doing movie reviews. I believe Ben is going to grace us with his amazing creative movie reviews every now and again as well. Um, And then mostly it's going to be about the books that we're reading that are not going to be reviewed on the podcast. So that you can go on and you can see um, different links to all the books that we have. And it's everything that we do have in the library and on Libby and on Hoopla. Yeah. So we won't be reviewing a book on here and then writing an a review about it on our blog because I right. just too much reviewing of it's, one book. Well, we don't want to double it up on you either. Yeah. Um, and this is where you can go to just like see a general like star review, um, how long the book is, see our recommendations and like see what we're reading when we're not reading together because right. we do well, I mean, you probably have figured it out by now if you've listened to us any, any amount of time. We have very different reading tastes apart from like thrillers. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a way for us to be able to showcase like the things that we like, the things that we enjoy reading on our own time, um, or things like this um, that we get to go online and receive advanced readers copies, or that we get sent here at the library that Brittany hands us things that she thinks that we might like to read and review to be able to purchase for the library and things like that. So this is specifically about um arcs and we'll let you know um where you can have them when they're out yes um and i do have the information for those i'm in the first book that i reviewed and i know i'm probably not allowed to do this but i'm gonna do it anyway um (laughs) the first book that i got approved for online for a adventurer's copy which we do have this available on libby um, as an ebook and an audiobook, and we do have it on order. It is called May the Fly by CJ Lead, and it is going to be um, available. It drops June 20th this year. Um, and it is about a, it's like a spinoff of American Psycho. Um, it's about this. I thought you were, were going to say, it's a spinoff of American Idol. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh, Lord, yeah. No, it's about this girl, Maeve. Her name is actually Maeve Fly. And it's about her life as this um, hidden psychopath, 
essentially. And, like, she grows up in the situation where she's raised by her grandmother, and her grandmother is, like, a wolf in sheep's clothing is what she refers to herself as. And her grandmother teaches her how to hide the wolf and be a monkey, essentially, is what she calls it. And it's about how she learns how to wear these different masks for the population. And all the while, she works at a theme park with this, um, and it's assumed to be Disneyland, but she's a princess at a theme park with her best friend. And they're very deranged people. And her friend is, like, um, working to try to be this famous actress, and she's kind of putting herself out there in the worst ways possible to just secure these jobs, if you get my drift. And she's, like giving all of herself to these horrible men to be able to secure these crazy roles so that she can become famous. And it's about how Maeve meets this, uh, meets her brother, and they form this crazy, like, deep-seated, emotional, like, mental bond with each other, and they realize they're both crazy. Mm-hmm. And from there, it kind of, well, it doesn't kind of, it's gory, it's like, the wildest stuff I think I've ever read. <laughs> it's super intense. It's literally just her deep dive into how depraved humanity is. And um, a lot of it is simply put in there, I feel like, for shock value. Um, it wasn't my favorite take on body horror, gore, horror. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't think that you guys will like it. I think that if you want something that really strikes too like a woman's perspective, something that um, has to do with um, us as women for our condition as far as like who we are, what we deal with on a day-to-day basis, like the drone of mankind, things like that. And if you're wanting a take on that, but I'm going to kill you and cut off your head kind of, and then like sleep with your bones kind of thing, (laughs) like... This is the book for you. Um, I didn't quite in. I didn't. I don't think it's for me. But like I said, I think this is something that we need more of because people are coming in asking more and more for yeah. these types of books, um, these more unique horror stories, things that are more guttural essentially. And I think that this is a good book if you are knee deep, waist deep into that genre. And then this is something that you want to continue with. Um, and especially if you're looking for something, like I said, from a woman's point of view. I think that is kind of few and far between as far as, like, this genre is concerned. And I think that you should pick it up and give it a shot. Um, don't blame me when you have nightmares or when you're disgusted. Um, <laughs> but I think that it, it's something that you should definitely check out. We do have it available, and we will, like I said, that's going to drop on June 20th, and we'll have it all online for you to have and in the library as well. So that's Maeve Fly by C.J. Lead. Mabe Fly. Mabe Fly. And the cover is fantastic. It is pretty. It's like um, it's like a retro horror is what yeah. it reminds me of. Yeah. Like you go to Taco Bell like way back in the day. <laughs> and then it's like Taco Bell horror. Like that. It's the like, vibe that's happening. artwork. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I remember you like looking at it and sending it to me after I had already got approved for it. Yeah. And you were like, this looks like a Bethann book. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just got approved to read this. So I was like, oh Lord, I've made a name for myself now. Yes. So. Okay. So the first two books that I read um, are not um, ARCs that I received. These are books that we have, like physical books that we have in the library already. Um, so the first one is called. Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. Um, This is a super popular um, 
book right now, I would kind of compare it to maybe not as like depressing as Colleen Hoover's books usually are, but it's like a uh, summer romance, like beach read kind of vibe. Um, so I'm gonna, just going to read the description because you know how I am when I describe a book. <laughs> I th- go on this roller coaster of Spoiler many everything. hills and I, you know, I get lost. I get lost in there. Okay. So it says, they say you can never go home again. And for Persephone Frazier, ever since she made the biggest mistake of her life a decade ago, that has felt too true. Instead of glittering summers on the lakeshore of her childhood, she spends them in a stylish apartment in the city, going out with friends and keeping everybody safe, a safe distance from her heart. Until she receives the call that sends her racing back to Barry's Bay and into the orbit of Sam Florick, the man she never thought she had, she'd have to live without. For six summers, through lazy, through hazy afternoons on the water and warm summer nights working in his family's restaurant and curling up together with books, medical textbooks for him, and work-in-progress horror short stories for her, Percy and Sam had been inseparable. Eventually, that friendship turned into something breathtakingly more before it fell spectacularly apart. When Percy returns to the lake for Sam's mother's funeral, their connection is as undeniable as it had always been. But until Percy can confront the decisions she made and the years she spent punishing herself for them, they'll never know whether their love might be bigger than the biggest mistakes of their past. So I really liked this book. It was like 27 out of 10. It was just a... Because I've been reading a lot of um, fantasy fiction and... um, I've been reading a lot of plane crash books. Don't ask me why. I've been watching a lot of plane no crash shows. It's like um, your worst fear, and I yeah. don't know why. You it is my worst fear, and I am terrified. Yeah, so this was a nice, refreshing break. A non-depressing, like anxiety-ridden break. Um, so, yeah, I really like this. It's um, It reminds me a lot of, um, if you've ever read Sarah Dessen, she's a YA author, and she writes a lot of those, like, cute beach town reads. Um, so that's what it reminded me of. This is an adult, an adult book, though, so, which I feel like it probably could have been a YA book, too. Mm. It's not very it's graphic. Light. Yeah, it's not graphic or anything like that. Um so I would 10 out of 10 suggest this. And she just released a uh, new book as well, which I don't remember the title of, but um, I did just buy it. Yeah. We have such different tastes. Immediately, you can tell. Immediately, yeah. you can tell. I'm over here, like, needing Blood and guts. And you're over here with this sweet summer romance. Yeah. And then the other one, the other book that I am currently reading... Um, is The Serpent and the Wings of Night by Carissa Broadbent. And this book has, like, blown up on TikTok. Is this one I'm going to read, too? Yes. Okay. So this is um, supposed to be better than Akatar, um, A Court of Thorns and Roses. And so far it is, I'm about halfway through, and it's very um, fantasy, I would say, like a high fantasy. And there... I feel like there is going to be romance, but it's not like, it's like a fantasy novel with a little bit of romance. So it's mainly fantasy. Not a romance novel with some fantasy. Gotcha. So it's mainly fantasy. It's it's really cool. 
is what you're saying. It reminds me of, I don't know why I think of like an um, anime show when I'm reading it, but it reminds me of an anime show. And it gives, so it's basically about um, these vampires and so there's a main girl and I'm just going to read you the little description because, you know, I can't explain myself. So, for humans and vampires, the rules of survival are the same. Never trust, never yield, and always guard your heart. The adopted human daughter of the nightborn vampire king, Araya, carved her place in a world designed to kill her. Her only chance to become something more than prey is entering the Kahari, a legendary tournament held by the goddess of death herself. Okay, so when I was reading this, the Kahari is giving me, like, I don't know if any of you have watched High Rise Invasion. It's an anime on Netflix. I haven't seen but it. But the Kahari is giving me they're in this giant hotel. I'm sure this is not how it's actually set up like in the book. Like this is not what the author like meant it to be pictured as, but what I am picturing is these people are in this high-rise hotel type thing and there are different levels and on each level is like some like weird portal to like a different like world landscape situation and they've got like these tasks and like demons they have to defeat on each level that's the vibe it's giving me that's probably not the vibe that it's supposed to be giving me but that's all I can picture (laughs) in my head (laughs) so um but winning won't be easy amongst the most vicious warriors from all three vampire houses to survive Araya is forced to make an alliance with a mysterious rival everything about rain is dangerous He is a ruthless vampire, an efficient killer, an enemy to her father's crown, and her greatest competition. Yet, what terrifies Araya most of all is that she finds herself oddly drawn to him. But there's no room for compassion in the Kahari. War war for the house of night brews, shattering everything that Araya thought she knew about her home. And Rain may understand her more than anyone, but their blossoming attraction could be her downfall in a kingdom where nothing is more deadly than love. Okay, so I'm halfway through, and there's not been... A big, like, love thing? No. So she, her and Rain have just, like, gotten to the point where they're, like, okay with each other. So I guess for all you non-romancers out there like me, this would be a slow burn? Yeah, so, so far it's a slow burn. If it, like, goes from zero to 1,000 in the last half, I do apologize. It's not my fault. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> Um, but no, this, uh, this girl, she's like, just basically like thrown into this competition. And then she finds out she's got like these weird powers, but I think that she's only like a half breed. So she's half half human. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you're. It's your very stereotypical trope Main character. Yeah. Yeah. Like. As far as. I'm just this normal girl. Normal human girl. But look (laughs) at me. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but, like... like, Now I'm, like, if Faye is it, like, now I'm Faye. Spoilers. Yeah. Well, vampire. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, I'm all of a sudden this immortal, crazy, like... And I don't know if she is yet. I don't know what she is, but she's got this, like, weird power. Oh, we know what's coming. Yeah. It's gonna come. But, um, Rain is very much the, I am not putting up with anybody's bullcrap and just leave me alone type of dude. Well, she like, has to. I'm just gonna do... No, Rain. The, Rain is oh, the main Rain guy. Rain is the main guy. So, she ends up working with Rain and um, this other vampire girl because she's like, I'm the weakest link here. Like, I can do absolutely nothing. 
um, please so protect I'm just me. Tag along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's very Surprise. much a little tag along. <laughs> um, no, but it's it's really good so far, and you just have to read it because I need you to tell me if you're just picturing like some like Sword Art Online anime like situation. situation. Okay, I'm gonna get to it. I promise. I don't know why I'm picturing that. Maybe it, it was because I've been watching like Sword Art, Sword Art Online and a few other animes at the same time. Maybe it's just like happening in my brain, like morphing into some anime situation. Situation, okay. but like yeah, that. we do have it at our library, physical copy. Um, ten out of ten so far. I really like it. Okay, pick it up. If you're not confused of what I just told you, because y'all know me, I don't know how to explain a book. I'm just <laughs> word vomiting at you. Word vomiting. Oh no, that's what we do here. Yeah. So. Um, so the next thing that I just finished reviewing was um, I got an advanced reader's copy, and it's also going to be out June 20th, and we are, this is also on order, um, and we do will have it on um, Libby as an ebook and audiobook, and then we have it as a regular book in the library. The library. The library. And, this, and I'm going to, um, she is Latina, so I'm going to try to roll these R's at the end of her name, and that make fun of me. Um, but it's 19 Claws and a Blackbird by Augustina Basterica, I think is how you say it. Um, and she's the one that wrote Tender as the Flesh, which I rant and rave about because it was genius. I love, 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 love this book, um, Tender as the Flesh. Um, and this is her short story collection that she's just come out with, and, um, this is another interesting one because it is also body horror. It is horror gore. Um, and it's actually like novella length with these short stories in it. So it's about 176 pages. It's not too bad. Um, and it's from uh, the perspective of a bunch of different women and the things that they go through in normal life. But take that and make it insane. Like, there was a couple in there. There was one where this woman gets in the taxi, and she's hoping and praying that the man in the taxi is a murderer, like a serial killer. She's, like, begging him to take her away and stuff like that. Like, it Some is like very, Stockholm like... Stockholm Syndrome situation. It is, it is very creepy. This book is very disturbing. There are trigger warnings I would recommend for this because it does speak to a lot of heinous acts in the world against women. Um, but she takes it in a way that, like makes you question things make you process things um and i think she does it in a relatively tasteful way i would recommend this um if you don't end up liking mavefly i would recommend reading her book tender is the flesh or pick up this book i also would say that if you are trying to get into like if you already like horror but you're trying to dabble in like gore like and you're going into that other direction off in no man's land over there (laughs) Pick up this short story collection and read a couple at a time and then kind of jump in and see what you like and what you don't like. This is a good thing for that. Um, She's already an amazing author. um, And I would definitely recommend this book. Even if it's just something that you add because her other things are so amazing. I don't know if people give enough credit to short story collections. I don't read a lot of them, but I think that it's worth picking up and doing. Um, I am... I'm actually going to receive um, a physical copy that they are sending me as well, even though I've already reviewed it, um, which is crazy. Um, but yes, that's one of the other ones that I just finished. And this will also be up on the blog for you to view 
um, and read what my real thoughts and things I have to say about it. Um, and then on the side, for as far as graphic novels are concerned, I have been reading Witch Hat Atelier. And it is the cutest, like, sweetest, like... It's got some high stakes, but they don't feel so bad. Okay, it's about this little girl who wants so bad to be able to use magic. But magic is only for witches. And so she finds out one day that she has a picture book that has, like, magic in it. And she accidentally, like... Which is an accident. Like she peeks in on a witch and learns that magic comes from drawing and that anybody can do it. Hmm. And that that's this big secret. Like they safeguard it so that not everybody can do it because of like the repercussions of it. And so she accidentally turns her mother into stone. And she gets whisked away by um, her new like mentor. His name's Quiffery. 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 And um, he is teaching her how to be a good person, navigate this, and all the while she's being chased by this um, bad guy group called the Brimmed Hats who wants who want to use these forbidden magic to alter humanity, to alter the world, to um, do all these heinous crimes on humanity and like let magic just be magic and essentially just wipe out the world. Mm-hmm. And if you want something that is drawn so beautifully and like is so like it is literally like a message of like you can do anything and like you can never lose hope and like you can always like attain something and like you don't have to like even if there aren't the answers that you need you can always solve the problems and like it is such a fuzzy feel good like uplifting motivational book series and it's a pretty substantial series each um manga is over 200 pages so it's a pretty good beefy little thing and it, and I think that book 11 so it's not too far into the series um, but book 11 is going to be coming out in September and I'm really sad because I'm already on book 9 <laughs> I love that um, but I would a thousand million percent suggest this especially if you're new into reading graphic novels and things like that If you pick this one up, it's just enough adventure um, and just enough cozy Mm -hmm. to get you through. So that's my latest obsession right now um, and my other arc that I just did. So, yeah. Do you have more? I've got – so I, like, outdid myself and requested, like, five billion books on NetGalley. Yes, and you got approved for so many – and yeah, so I got approved for like forty-seven thousand arcs. Woohoo! Um, so the one that I'm really excited for is called "The Last Girl Breathing" by Court Stevens, which we do have this on Libby, um, I believe, right now. But we are going to request like a physical copy. Yes, it has been requested. Yes, and this is a young adult thriller, and it, I I picked it because it's kind of giving me um, the same vibe as Small Favors. Which we, um, is, is it called Small small Favors? Smalls? I'm pretty small sure. Favors, yeah. Um, if the you, one with the honey on the cover? Yeah. yeah. So if you don't remember that book, we reviewed it um, a few, maybe like a year ago. I don't know. It's been a while ago that we reviewed this book. Um, that's That was the one about, um, it was kind no of set in like a... Uh, like an off-the-grid town. Yeah. It's like... Um, the village meets um, 
Rumpelstiltskin. Right. So this book, Last Girl Breathing, is about a girl, um, her brother, about eight years ago, her brother had died in a horrific flood that um, happened in their town. And so this girl, fast forward eight years, she's getting ready for the Olympics. Um, She's going to be in the Olympics for the air rifle team. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, tragedy strikes and two um, of her really close friends have been hunted down and murdered and they end up finding them on the same plot of land where her little brother died eight years prior. Um, And so she finds out that she is now also a target of whatever or whoever is killing these girls in this um, town. So... I think that's going to be really, really good. Um, And then I have, well, that book, actually, let me tell you when that releases. That is going to be released on November 7th of 2023. So kind of towards the end of 2023, but still put it on your list because we will be getting it. And then also Small Favors is by Erin A. Craig. Yes. Um, E-R-I-N, Erin, um, and Craig with a C. So that is ebook, audiobook on um, Libby, and we did review it in 2022. Yes. Um, and then another one that I have is called Bring Me Your Midnight by Rachel Griffin. Um, I'm honestly not too sure what this is about. I know it's a YA um, fantasy romance, and I really liked the cover. The cover was stunning, so I requested that. Um But I think it's mostly about magic, and so I'm excited to read that um, because, you know, I pick, choose books by the covers like you're not supposed to do. It's fantastic. My bad, you know. Um, So we did request this one. I know that we did. We do have this one on Libby as well. I'm pretty sure that all the books that I Yes, everything that Samantha's going to talk to you about as far as her list is concerned is available to you and will be able to be checked out by you. We are not going to come on here and nail something in front of you that you can't have. We are going to do everything we can to get physical copies in the library. Um, If that is doable through our selector, uh, Dawn, and then also our YA selector, Brittany. Um, But, no, we wouldn't just get on here and be like, yeah, we read this and you can't. (laughs) That's yes. That's not the point of this. We want you to come to the library, and we want you to check things out, and we want you to get reading for the summer, especially since um, this is going to air soon, close to summer reading program, and you're going to need lots and lots of reading material. Yes. And things to look forward to for the summer. Um, it's exciting. Yes. Um, exciting. And then uh, one more before Beth Ann talks about some of hers. Um, I also received West Heart Kill and that's by Dan McDorman and this is gonna be like a new one for me that I don't think I've really read like much of. Um, It's a literary fiction um, murder mystery. So it's set in this hunting lodge and it's basically like kind of like a whodunit, like a clue situation. Agatha Christie kind of vibe to me. Yes, and I I don't know if I've read anything quite like that. Um, but I am kind of excited to try that. Um, it, the cover is really cool. It reminds me of like a clue kind of like board game situation. situation. So I'm excited to read that. Brought my candle in like 
phone so I could like tell you everything that's happening. Um, so Brittany, our YA librarian, has graced me with an arc that she thinks is perfect for me, and it's called "You're Not Supposed to Die Tonight" by Kaylin Barron. Um, and that is like this um, camp on a lake with a bunch of teens, like we're gonna go and be slaughtered situation kind of thing. It gives me, yeah, we should def, you should definitely read it. Um, it gives me um, the new oh, the horror game playthroughs that we're doing oh. right now. You know what I'm talking about, like yeah. the choose your own adventure horror games yeah. that are coming out lately. It's a thousand percent like these vibes. So that's all I know about it. I have the actual physical copy at home, and I'm going to be picking that up along with this delicious death. Um, and I'll borrow that when you're done. Which one? This. Oh, the yes. arc. I'll, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be sure to bring it for you to use then. This Delicious Death is also on my list next. Um, probably will not review that on the podcast, but I probably will write a review online. And this is about, this is a YA about um, a disease that spreads across the world and causes people to be cannibals. Nice, nice. And some people are cannibals, other people are not. Um, and about how they make this synthetic meat for cannibals to eat, and then all of a sudden things go haywire. And that sounds really interesting. And then one last thing that I have, I think, I don't think I've got anything on here. Um, oh, I'm obviously reading The Way of Kings right now. And obviously. And I'm 35% through it, even though Ben has finished it. <laughs> I swear, like, by the time I get done with this book, he's probably going to finish all of them. That's what happened with um, the... Uh, last one we read it's like a seven book series and i got through the first one and he's read all seven by the time i got done with the first one which is slow down ben sounds like sounds like it's about right yeah <laughs> it's very um, on brand for beth ann it is it <laughs> is but i also started um soul keeper which is a fantasy um, by david dalglish and it is about um it's like it's advertised as the witcher meets D. And so far, it is everything. And it's essentially about how they open up, like, this dimension in this remote village. And magic starts turning against everyone. And how this man has to kind of, like, fight for humanity. Mm-hmm. It is very much, like, Brandon Sanderson along the lines of him vibes and, like, everything that I'm, like, living for right now. And it's a three-book series. And I'm, like, this far <laughs> into it. And it is too good. Too good. Too good. So there's four books right there for you. This Delicious Death, um, You're Not Supposed to Die Tonight, Soul Keeper, and The Way of Kings. The Way of Kings. So that's horror and fantasy. (laughs) Yeah. What more can you ask for? Nothing, actually. Okay. Listen up, guys, here, okay? I got two more arcs to talk about, and then I'm going to tell you about my travesty which is reading plane crash books um so one that i thought was like it was it's a super weird cover it's like this like monster girl and then she's like she looks like some sort of like vampire like looks like some vampire like tree purple monster situation i don't know it's called the night hunt by alexander christo it's a y a sci-fi fantasy 
but also, like, dark romance. Dude, that literally was every single genre. <laughs> yeah. So, like, all of that all together mixed into one. So, it's about this monster, um, this girl monster. Her name is, okay, it's A-T-I-A. It's either Atia or Asia. I don't know. Ew, I don't know. Look. So, this monster uh, feeds on people's fears. And so she is trying to avenge her family and trying to, um, you know, go against all these gods. And she meets this boy named Silas. And so basically, Silas and her make a deal. And he's like, hey, you know what? I'll help you avenge your family and take on the gods if you help me break my curse and restore my humanity. And so I'm thinking, you know, just throwing it out here that I'm thinking that they're going to fall in love. Can't predict the future, but, you know, I might be right. They're going to fall in love, you know. So I thought that sounded really good. Um, I did. I gave I showed it to Beth Ann. I was like, this looks like something you would like just based on the cover. And she was like, you're wrong. (laughs) It's for you. (laughs) Yeah, this is this is definitely not probably. It's me. you, yeah. All so you. I got that one, and then okay, I don't know why I'm like most excited for this one because you know how do you guys know that we've tried Riley Sager like 47 times? Okay. Oh my god! No hate on Riley Sager himself because you know what? Every a lot of people like, especially our coworkers, really love his books. Yeah, um, actually. The majority of our co-workers yeah. really enjoy all of his books. Yes. Riley I don't... Sager is a he, correct? Yes. Okay. It is a he. Every time. He is a he. He is a I, he. I did confirm. Okay. Yes. Every so... Time. I'm sorry, Riley. Yes, sorry, Riley. But I am giving you another chance, okay? You know what? I'm just sure that you're going to redeem yourself. Fifteenth times the charm! Yeah. <laughs> so I... Um, Got to read, well, I am currently reading um, his new book, which um, comes out, I didn't even really tell you when the rest of these books come out, but they're not out yet. We'll just say that. This one comes out, let's see. Come on, Riley, give us a date. It is coming out actually soon, on June 20th. And so... Dang, June 20th is the day of days to be picking up all yes. our books. That's three books we've mentioned right here. Yes. That books are going to drop for you guys so go out june 20th to the bookstore and get your books or to the library so i have to say okay i'm going to start off with this little jingle and this is part of the book i did not write this do not be laughing at me over there okay i'll try not to um okay so at 17 lenora hope hung her sister with a rope stabbed her father with a knife took her mother's happy life it wasn't me, Lenora said, but she's the only one not dead. So, See, with stuff, okay, but like with stuff like that, you're roping people in, dude. Yeah, like, like but you, the problem is, is it's gonna be we're gonna get ha- like, like third, like no, we're gonna get eighty five percent of the way through this book is what's gonna happen because I'm gonna read this too, okay? <laughs> and he's gonna drop bombs on us, okay? Like, I mean, like he is going to literally. Uh, I'm so irritated. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, this book was all thriller, and now I'm going to add in Supernatural, and yeah, then I'm going to stump just you, kidding. <laughs> and then this demon's going to pop out of nowhere, and you're just going to be like, what the heck? Nothing led up to this. And I'm just like, bro, you cannot do this to us. Like, pick a, 
pick a theme or pick a struggle. I don't care. Like, just pick one thing. And then you cannot be dropping off rando stuff at the end of books to, like, give me a shock. Because it doesn't shock me. It makes me angry and it confuses me. <laughs> so I'm just like, will you please, like, not? So if this book is really good, I will be literally amazed. Because so far, none of his stuff is for us. Yeah. But don't let that dissuade you because everybody we know that works here at the library will recommend you a Riley Sager book, like, immediately. Yeah. So. But, okay. But what I like about this one is, first off, it's obviously like a play on Lizzie Borden in that whole situation, how she killed her family. Um, So I really like that because I love, like, the Lizzie Borden story. Um if you don't know what the, who that is, um, she basically killed her family with an axe. Um, was it just her dad or her whole family? I think oh, it was her family. It was her family, but I could be um, mistaken. I don't know much about it. Yeah, so I really like that. That's what really drew me in. But also, I really love the cover as well. The cover is stunning. It okay? is. Okay, we looked at this cover together before we even read the title. We were like, "Yes, please." It's <laughs> like this, like giant, like mansion, like. On the side of these, like this massive, and it has like rock this mountain, blue to purple, red, like great, like radiant, like on old the front. style, like horror font. Yes, so yeah. good, so yes. It looks really good, but um, so I'm like a couple chapters in so far, and it's basically about this girl who um works as like a home care, um, like a not a nurse, but just like a caretaker for um, elderly people. And just people who have, like, special needs that they need um, somebody to come care for them in their home. So she basically has been on leave for a while because she accidentally killed somebody. I don't know if it was actually an accident, but so far it was an accident. She accidentally um, caused somebody's death, not on purpose, you know. Ooh, um, that's not good. So basically her boss is like, hey, got a case for you. Um and it's Lenora Hope. And she's like, what? I thought she was dead. Because, you know, she's the infamous Lenora Hope that killed her entire family. Like, what's up with that? But this woman was never proved guilty. So she's just been chilling in her mansion that her just, whole family life. was murdered in. And so now she's like 80-something years old. She's like basically paralyzed except for her, I think, I believe it's her right arm. Which I'm like, okay, is that, like, some foreshadowing happening? Why is her right arm able to, like, move? Do things? Yeah. So I'm just like, there's got to be something up with her her arm, you know. It's to throw you off the scent. So Why is her arm So you throw just in, like, moving? a hidden, like, yeah. something or another. So. I'm skeptical. This girl's like, um, I'm terrified. Why do I have to take this case? And she realizes, oh, it's because nobody's going to care if Lenora ends up dead because, you know, she's, like, a, a hated woman. She's suspected of Bro, murdering. like, no confidence in this woman to do her job whatsoever. Yeah. Especially like, it was an accident. Well, something happens to you or something happens to that woman, you know. It's whatever. So, bye. Right. He's like, he was like, you have no choice. You have to take this case or you're fired. So, she was like, well, guess I got to go. Guess I'm leaving. So, I'm basically to the point where they're introducing Lenora. And all I know is that this lady is, like, almost completely paralyzed. But I'm going to be reading more today. And I'm really excited. And uh, you guys can obviously start reading it probably within a month. Tell me yeah. what you 
what you think about it. I'll probably be done with it today. <laughs> probably. I'll be done with it next year. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited to um, finish that and see if I actually like it. If I don't like it, I'm going to be mad, and I'm, I'm done. I'm done. We say that, and then the next one will drop, and they'll be talking to you about it. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. It's a love-hate relationship. It is. But, like, I feel like I'm reading, like, seven books at one time, and usually I only read one book at a time, and I'm, like, giving myself anxiety. But I am also reading... So, somehow I keep picking up plane crash books. I don't know why. don't know how. Um... One, I can't really talk about because we don't have it. Um, it was just some random book that I found on Kindle Unlimited, which was really good. But then I saw on the YA shelf there was a, a book called No Accident. I don't know. Um, I think it's by Lauren Bates. Don't quote me on that. I don't know. Quoted too late. <laughs> you lied. <laughs> You're done. Uh, no, it was on our YA shelf, and it's about a bunch of these um, – kids that obviously crash on this island um and then i was like wow i'm on this plane crash you know um sometimes you just need a good scare trope yeah. so let's just watch movies about plane crashes and if i'm you like just woke up and be like my anxiety needs to be out of control yeah let me read about my worst fear and i'm like i feel like i comfort myself by like freaking myself out about the things that i'm terrified of that makes that is so so I do I do be watching some plane crash movies and reading the reading them books. Makes so, no sense. Yeah. But no, yeah, I've got a billion arcs to read. Um I'm, I've only started The Only One Left by Riley Sager and then I gotta, you know, get done with that and start on these others so I can request more. Yes, and if you want to see what we think about these things, um, if we are getting them in the library in any kind of way, you will see that on our blog online, and that is on the website, khcpl.org forward slash podcast. Check it out. Yes. And you can go to the link, put those things on hold from there. We have everything linked for you so that you can find what you need. Um, And that way you can see what we really thought about what we reviewed, so... Yes. So stay tuned for these books when they come available. Check them out. Tell us what you think. And then, yes, please. Um, so our next two episodes, what do we got? We got the Maureen next Johnson. Episode, yes. June 1st, Maureen Johnson. We're interviewing her, or we have already interviewed her. Um, but that is going to show up on June 1st, and that is super exciting. Yeah. Um, and She's so, a huge hugely popular YA truly author. Truly devious author. And she's a mystery um, thriller YA author. And she's yes. pretty fantastic. She's got another series. Um, I, it's about, it's kind of based, it's based on off Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper, yeah. Um, yes. That's a really famous series. And then, I don't know if any of you read 13 Little Blue Envelopes, but I read that in like middle school and I really liked it. So check out Marie She's Johnson. She's got so many different books and she runs in the circle with Cassandra Clare and Holly Black. and They're all like besties. So they're all besties. Yeah. Um, the, you know, these are people to definitely check out and she's pretty fantastic. Yeah, she was super cool. Yeah, she was. Um, and then after that on June 15th, we are reviewing The Luminaries. Um, so pick up your copy so that you can know what we, so you can know before we spoil it for you. Yes. Um, and then by then we'll be into summer reading program yeah. and there's your two things to read before you get bombarded. Yeah. Yes. With all the summer reading program things. Which is going to be fantastic. You guys got to come to the kickoff. Yes. Which is going to be on the first Friday and we're going to be having. I think it's June 2nd. Um, yes. Um, yeah. 
Strawberry Fest will be happening downtown, and then we will also be involved in all of that. With So come to the library for SRP as well. That's coming up soon, and have games upstairs and yes. all over the library, all over town. It's going to be a good day. Yes. So we're excited to see you guys. Um, email keep listening us. in. Yes, keep listening in, and we'll see you next time. Yes, have a good day. Bye. Bye.